Hey, good day, everybody. Thank you for joining us today. It's time for your Wednesday interview right here on Grand Fork's Best Source. Today, we are about to be joined by James Covington, the Red River High School wrestling coach. And before we get to him, today's show is brought to you by Executive Properties. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Aaron says Chris and his team did a spectacular job on the damage to my aunt's garage and siding. Kept us up to date on the progress and the finished product was amazing. Thank you for your professionalism and hard work. Hey, get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. All right. Well, right now I am joined by the Red River High School head wrestling coach, James Covington. Welcome to the show. We got to give you a good old crowd clap there. (laughs) How's it going? It's going good. Oh, happy Wednesday, middle of the week. We love it. Uh, Well, as we like to kick off every interview... A uh, little segment, I'm since pinching, pinch hitting for John Roberts today, his segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me, and I always try to keep it topic-related, so I looked up a, a f- super fun wrestling joke here. So here we go. Why didn't the dog want to wrestle? I'm, I'm I think you may be able to get this one. It's, I was like, once I saw it, I was like, oh, duh. <laughs> it's, it's dumb. <laughs> I'll, I'll probably think it's dumb, but I'm clueless right now. What's... He was a boxer. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Much, many apologies. <laughs> All right. Well, for people tuning in live, if you have questions for James, make sure to ask either in the GFBS live chat on Facebook, Twitch, or YouTube, or call or text in 701-213-0863. So, yeah, we want to hear what you guys have to say, and we'll make sure to pass any questions, comments along to James here. So, how's it going today here? Just middle of the week, kind of ready to get, get grooving, ready to feel in the, <laughs> the school year about to start at Red River probably, huh? Yes, I do. I have two kids, so they are itching to get back to school. At least the parents are anyway. So, What, what, what uh, school years will the kiddos be in? Uh, I have a second grader and a fresh middle schooler, so she's a little nervous, but oh, we'll see yeah. how that goes. Gosh, yeah. I mean, I'm probably dating myself here. I remember when I, I went to uh, middle school it was the first year I got rebranded from junior high to middle school. And it was it was just like it was like seventh and eighth grade for a little while. It was a weird transition period because isn't it like sixth, seventh, and eighth grade is middle school now? Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Craziness. So um, I, I guess before we dive into the whole uh, uh, wrestling s- uh, season coming up here, I always like to just kind of just get a just get to know you a little bit. What's uh, what's your background? Have you always been in Grand Forks? Yeah, I've lived in Grand Forks since '94. Actually, went away for school for a couple of years and came back. But I'm pretty much a lifer. Oh, so, yep. Well, yeah. Did did you uh, were here for the good, the good flood years too? Then flood in '97. Yeah, I got <laughs> yeah. my first tetanus shot then. So, All yeah. right. Yeah, I think yeah, I think I was about the same. Yeah. Oh man. So so many hanger also. Uh, nail. No. Yeah. No. Oh gosh. Yeah, Maria, going to the. Um, oh no, I mean airbase hanger. Oh no, no. I'm. They just my family's moved up here. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. I remember I went to the airbase hangar for a couple of days, first couple of days of the flood, and then we and then went to some families of the Twin Cities yep. there. So, oh, yeah. Fun times. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Can't believe it was that forever ago. So, um, yeah. So, well, uh, did, so did you, uh, your coach, Red River, I, I guess I, I asked. So, did you go, go to Red River too yep. then? Yep. Yep. I did. 2000, 2004. So, yeah. 
Okay. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. The years fly by. Uh, what about uh, as far as any, anything past Red River afterwards? There. Yep. Um, I got recruited to go South Dakota State when they first transitioned to D one. So that was that was a fun time there. A little tough preseason, but um, that got cut short because I got in a car accident my first year. Oh no! So shoot. That was fun. Oh no. So, but but managed to recover and 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 rehab and all that fun stuff for the following seasons. No, no, I oh. still got stuff to this day. So, oh wow, shoot, yeah. yikes, oh man. So so so, what's the severity from the accident there? Um, so a girlfriend fell asleep on the way back to South Dakota. Rolled over two and a half times and oh. messed my neck up and nerves and all that. So. I, I've been, uh, I'm a fellow rollover. <laughs> I I had some nasty ribs there for a while, yeah. so I I could definitely feel for you. Yikes, oh man, but. Uh, yeah. So, but I, I, I was, yeah, I was gonna ask. So, from your high school wrestling career, what were like some of your your, your standout moments uh, like that? Would you say uh, just kind of like big big tournaments uh, like that? And you said got recruited to D one there. That must yep. have helped pave the way for that. Yeah. Um, don't like to do too much self brag stuff, but uh, I did win state in high school, and then I all American in high school as well too. So those are the top instances there that can stand out. But I love wrestling tournaments; were the best for us. So. I have good memories. I, I only wrestled through eighth grade, uh, then, uh, but I, I kind of regret not doing high school there for for probably one of the things I would always like to do a do over on do high school wrestling. But uh, uh, any like funny moments ever have like a blooper, a kind of equivalent in wrestling over the years there, where it's just like maybe like a uh, I'll, I'll share one for me where I was uh, I, I, a longtime rival of mine in a match, and uh, he always had the best of me. But there was one match where I thought I was going to get the best of him. I almost had him turned over in a half Nelson right for the pin and then of all the things to happen my uh shoe came off <laughs> my grip completely lost and uh completely reversed the momentum and i lost <laughs> any anything of the, that caliber no bloopers such as that no i didn't i didn't lose too much in high school so i didn't uh, have those fantastic bloopers um i think maybe we ran out of balance into some chairs a couple times but oh wow those, yeah, those were the fun times so oh gosh very physical so oh yep yep yeah i, I, I always thought it was interesting too just uh just from my couple of years uh or at least wrestling through middle school seeing uh I, I never had any injuries but i've seen other people get get, get injured too and i've had the wind knocked down on me in wrestling yeah. I, I imagine with coaching too over the years too you must have seen the whole spectrum of, of things go on mid-match after match since getting into coaching, I've seen more injuries through coaching. I've seen broken legs, separated collarbones, broken arms, and I never had any of that back in the day. When, or not, not that old now, but uh, I never saw any of that back when I was actually wrestling. But coaching, you see everything now. Girls passing out and everything. Oh, wow. Gosh, that's, 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 that's got to be just a whole new – and I, I, I imagine now just with uh, – I don't think they had – medics on scene at least when i wrestled back in the day or are they pretty accessible nowadays at, at, at not, matches and tourneys or i guess depending on the, how big they are yeah. not necessarily medics but they do have a nice training staff that they have we co-op with not co-op but und helps us out and all true helps out too with nice training staff because every school has their own personal trainer so and i imagine too like refs are total i remember even just from from uh, i remember there was a couple of just freak accident injuries uh that the refs were completely on top of it yeah. knew when to stop it and yep refs have gotten a lot better with that whole eyewitness thing so now i always kind of curious what was your catalyst that inspired you to get get into coaching there <laughs> how, how how did that path come to be getting into coaching um i don't know this once i couldn't do it i just was like i just want to teach it mm -hmm. so is it i don't know the old adage if you can't do teach mm -hmm. so now i just 
past the knowledge that was put on upon me to other kids. And that's like my main joy is like being able to break down moves. So like a first year kid walking off the street, they can pick it up pretty easy. So that's pretty much why. Oh, wow. I mean, that's got to be so cool too. probably just to kind of watch just pick it up and gradually learn and put the pieces together and just kind of improve over the years. Yeah, it is from day one till whenever they're done with wrestling, just seeing that we always say get 1% better every day. So just seeing that 1%, some people don't make that jump right away, but gradually over time, you'll see, oh, I'm good at this position now. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I can master this move or, or, or this one. And I, I just kind of remember just kind of my own practice days, like them kind of teaching us more complex and complicated moves mm-hmm. and, and things like that. Uh, what what are like maybe a couple of examples of, say, like uh, some, some moves like, uh, so, so you do ninth through 12th grade, is it for Red River all, all yeah, together there? Yeah, we do pick up some middle school wrestlers mm-hmm. along the way too, but high school ninth through 12th, yeah. What what would you say would be like an example of like uh, maybe one of the uh, uh, say like uh, more complicated moves you, t- you teach towards the end of the wrestling season? Um, we try to keep everything nice and simple. Mm-hmm. We do have like funky Wednesdays and stuff where I do teach like funk stuff that people want to see. Um, most people want to see like super ducks and everything, which is easy and difficult at the same time because you have to have coordination. I was going to say, I've never heard of a super duck. <laughs> yeah. So if you don't get that coordination, it's kind of hard to hit live in a match. But if you do hit it, you get the crowd, big eyes, like, whoa, type thing. So I, I remember just, uh, I'm kind of curious too. Um, I've been, uh, I haven't really kept up I, a little bit here and there, uh, the, the amateur wrestling scene. But uh, I, I kind of remember some of the later ones they kind of taught us. Uh, Part of me was wondering if they're still legal. I remember full Nelson is still illegal, right? Illegal, yeah. Yep. But uh, three quarters Nelson was legal. Is that still legal? It's legal and it hurts sometimes. Yeah. So. <laughs> I remember. I remember when they taught it to us. They're like, "Be very, very yep. careful." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Uh, and then the one that the one that I always would always wanted to try and do, but it was just wait. The one I always remember the most uh, uh, to try and uh, I think I saw others do it, but I'm I, I, I just kind of always just like in my admiration because it just seems like such a comp. Uh, intricate move to pull off at least an eighth grade eighth grade deal thought there's a double chicken wing um it's it is hard to do but you will get made fun of if you get that onto yourself because you're like how the heck do you let someone get both your arms behind you so yes it's complicated but you will get laughed at if you get it on you and i I just remember in practice that i had a person applying it to me and they're applying it wrong because i remember the coach was uh uh I, maybe you could probably uh, uh, elucidate on this a little bit more. Like, all right, hook, hook both arms yep. and then uh, put one step over to the left. The guy got the directions mixed right. up and then went to the right. And all of a sudden, I just, heard, just felt my back just go, I'm like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. And the coach was like, no, to the left. Yep. <laughs> is, that, is that kind of on the right path there? It's kind of on the right path. It depends on what side you want, what side your legs are on. Mm-hmm. So if your legs are on the side then you're going to walk that way you never want to walk backwards so if you walk backwards you're going to feel a little bit of pain on that bottom guy oh man yikes now i'm kind of curious i always kind of like to uh i, I do a movie show here on on gfbs uh, big screens and tv streams so if uh, if there's kind of like if kind of topic we're talking about kind of have some movies that kind of go along with them. i'm always curious if, if there's uh something if that you kind of keep up with movies representing amateur wrestling over the years i know i only can think of several uh, I, I i looked up do you have any that come to mind that you like to recommend or you think do a good portrayal of like the wrestling in the, on the big screen there's only like two or three movies that are actually are wrestling based the one that people know now is that fox catcher movie yeah that came yeah. out just because it's based on a true story yeah. that's a hard watch yeah it it 
It is hard. It gets pretty intense. It, I mean, it's really good, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> How so, do you? I imagine they they probably did the research for that to make sure to get that as accurate and. Yes, the, um, his wife actually was one of the people that contributed to it the most, Nancy. So if it's pretty much right on point with everything, and you can even look up news articles and everything on the Schultz family and everything. So I was, well, didn't they do a ESPN thirty for thirty on it? Also, like several years before that, they did so? on his brothers. Yeah, oh, his brothers. Okay, yep. so yeah. it was uh, Dave Schultz and his brother as well, because his brother was a really good wrestler too. And Nancy did come on that as well and talked a lot. So those are nice things to watch on that. Now I, I did look up. I saw a few others over the years, but they and they kind of vary for how good the actual uh, like the storyline from the movie is. But some of them I thought the wrestling was portrayed really good, and uh, I'll, I'll list a few of them here. Um, uh, win win, you remember that one? Um, not off the top, no. I want to say that was like around like 2012, 2013 or so. Uh, that, 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 was, that was a pretty solid one. It was like uh, this family takes in an adopted uh, or or just kind of like this kid on the run, and kind of take him into the family and and. They, I guess he kind of finds solace in just kind of escaping, getting into hijinks, mm-hmm. uh, out of school hijinks by joining the wrestling team and, and kind of going from there, finding he has a knack for it. Uh, here's a real, real old school one, uh, Vision Quest. That is one that everyone goes to. Yes, yes. L- Lydell or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Arch nemesis and, yeah. Cutting extreme weight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> kind of, yeah, that, that movie. I, I liked how the wrestling was portrayed in that. How about, how about for it was, yourself? It was pretty good, yes. Uh, some of them were more theatrical, but yes, yeah. it was definitely on point for that one. There's one that came out, I think, a couple years ago with the actor that's in Yellowstone. Uh, I forget, is like one of the main characters in that one. But I know Paul watches that a little more. I know, well, Kevin Costner is the main Yellowstone. The other guy. Yeah, the other guy. Yeah. Paul, you know the, who the other main actor is in Yellowstone? That rancher. The rancher? He came in like two or three years ago, a movie about wrestling. Okay. So, that was, yeah, I think so. Guy that plays Trip. Ah, if people are watching in the chat, uh, let us know. Oh, I see we got a comment in the chat from Alan there. He's wondering if all your weight classes are full in varsity. Well, Alan should get back to work at, Menar- at Menards. No, <laughs> home, home of economy, he's going to be asking questions. But uh, with the new the weight classes, too, so we actually lost the weight class. So we, as coaches, voted to go down to 13 weight class instead of 14. Um, but we are looking pretty full. We got a couple new kids that are going to be out, so we should be able to maximize that and fulfill that full lineup. So oh, okay. that's kind of been the struggle with Red River is that we're mostly in like clustered in one area where we need to be able to spread that out to the, all thirteen now. So I think we're going to be able to do that this year. Yeah, gosh, I remember. Yeah, the, it it must must vary year by year too, and and depending on like, do, do some kids like to try to increase weight and go up a weight class, or like Envision Quest, cut cut weight to be more competitive in weight classes under you get a good range of that happening each year. Um, not as much nowadays with the whole weight cut because um, they kind of put a kibosh on that extreme weight cutting just for health reasons. And so you got to do like hydration tests and stuff like that. So you can't be cutting 15, 20 pounds. Um, so it's more like cutting two pounds a week. So you got to be kind of on top of your weight class if you want to be able to wrestle. So and what, what's the max for a heavyweight? Or what, what, what 285 weight? is the heaviest. Heaviest? Or what does, uh, what does it start at for heavyweight? Um, so if you're like right now, if you weigh above 215, between 215 and heavyweight, then that's what you're going to wrestle. Okay. Heavyweight. So yeah. if your weight class is 215, you got to weigh below that. So if you weigh over that, you're going to be wrestling some big kids. Yeah, I was. That was one thing I was horrible at in middle school. Uh, I, 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 uh, I think I met. 
I want to say middle, in middle school, wasn't it like, I think 165, 170 or something was the beginning for heavyweight? Um, Does that ring a bell? Or That was a long time ago for yeah. me now. <laughs> I, I want to say that's what it was for me. And for some reason, I was always just hitting that heavyweight mark. And I never, I, I, I was a bit lackadaisical on, on not uh, just trying to make sure to get to that weight, that the last weight class before heavyweight. And so I was always, I was, I was just kind of, I was kind of a pudgy kid back then. So I was, but I was, most of the kids I was going against, except for a couple were just super jacked up eighth graders. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so good times. Oh man. Yeah. Do, do, do you experience that a lot? Uh, I remember hearing stories uh, just from uh, high school wrestlers talking to back then. You hear about that a lot. They kind of, uh, you know, enjoy the week, but maybe like day before they may be, be like, uh, all right, got, got, you know, got, got hit some laps. <laughs> I was like that in high school. I was, was, we didn't have the whole hydration stuff, too. And so when kids are like, oh, my God, i got to cut, like, two pounds, I'm like, you're lucky I had to cut, like, 20 pounds in a week. So you were fine. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that's – oh, man. So many stories and so much more to talk about with James Covington here about the upcoming uh, high school wrestling season for Red River High School. Uh, we're going to have more with him in just a minute here. But first, we want to make sure to talk about our next sponsor, Moe's Cafe. They are located in the Grand Cities Mall, and they're a great sit-down, take-out diner with awesome breakfast and lunch, and they have gluten-free choices and offer a 15% discount for military members. They're open Tuesday through Friday from 7 to 3 and weekends 8 to 2. Make sure to check out the Moe's Daily Dish on the morning update on GFBS every Tuesday through Friday morning. Today's Daily Dish is the BLT with mayo, lettuce, and tomato on toasted sourdough bread, served with fries for 11 bucks. Have it for lunch today. You will love it. That's Moe's Cafe in the Grand Cities Mall. All right, we are back with James Covington, coach of the head coach of the Red River Wrestling Team. Again, if you have questions or comments, uh, make sure to ask them either in the GFBS live chat on Facebook, Twitch, or YouTube, or call or text in 701-213-0863. I see we got uh, that actor there for Yellowstone that we were asking about earlier in the chat. Rip is played by actor Cole Hauser on Yellowstone. Yes, I had to look it up. So that movie is actually called The Last Champion, which came out just three years ago. And that's, a, re- that's a really good one. I'm yeah. going to jot that down. Last Champion. I did not see that one. There was one other one I had in my notes. I want to see if maybe you saw it. Uh, it was about a decade ago. Uh, John Cena and Danny Glover, uh, Legendary. I, I think I did see that one. John Cena's not the best actor. No, that, one, so. that was before he kind of started to really step it up and have his more big screen success yeah. in recent years. I think that was that one was like a WWE produced film. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I thought I was, I'm, I was so starved for just seeing, I was just glad to see an amateur wrestling movie made because yeah. it seems like we only get what, one or two a decade, it seems like. That is unfortunately <laughs> the case because wrestling's not popular. Mm-hmm. So even like Grand Forks scene, you got kids who are more hockey based than anything. But if you're 5'2 and playing hockey, Good luck on that one. <laughs> oh gosh, yes, very true. So how, how about so? How, how many years have you been coaching at Red River? Um, so a total of seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah, I volunteer yeah. coach for a while, assistant coach for a bit. Give you a crowd <laughs> clap for that. Heck yeah. And uh, been the head coach for the last six years now. So wow. So how, how would you say you're? We're just, you're just kind of referencing sizes for the classes each year, kind of from year to year. Has it been staying steady or slight increases some years, slight declines other years? Yeah, that's right. Some are up, some are down years. Um, I think last year was the most we had with like 22, 24 kids in the room. But once again, they were all small guys. Mm-hmm. So if we actually had 24 kids spread out, that'd be fantastic. But we kind of cluster our guys together, unfortunately. So. And, uh, and you said we're referencing earlier the 13-weight classes, was it? Yep, yep. yep. 
Okay. And that, so what, what's the, what's the uh, skinniest weight class of weight uh, limits start it, at? It went up to 107 this 107? year. 107? Okay. Because yeah. this is the first year that we have 13. 13. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I, yeah just mercy every now and again some, uh, some, some, some fights like uh, for, for like MMA where just how low those weight classes go there. And just seeing them like, how can guys get ripped at that size? Oh, then? <laughs> those guys are unbelievably. But they also, the UFC guys, they cut like 20, 30 pounds as well, too. So you're 125. UFC is probably weighing like 160. Mm-hmm. So that hydration, you'll see that big bulk up. So is it, do you get a lot of crossover for, for yourself and your students? You know, they, they're pretty passionate about MMA also or, or, or pro wrestling? Um, nowadays, the, a lot of kids are coming in just saying like, hey, I want to have a strong wrestling base because I want to do MMA in the future. I'm like, perfect. Like I'll take I'll take any kid that wants to try MMA. If they want to do wrestling too, because that's a perfect setup for that. I remember hearing like when you know when I mean the obvious uh, comparison to make is you know Brock Lesnar having that NCAA championship background and yep. and how at first I remember hearing like oh how can Brock Lesnar I mean aside from the guy being totally jacked yeah. <laughs> and just like I mean it's his nickname the Beast he lives up to it yep. uh, how how can you know wrestling you know just like you think grappling base how would that apply to uh uh being uh laying a foundation for uh, mixed martial arts uh uh training um so mixed martial arts training with that wrestling background um side note funny story about brock lesnar is that he actually started at bsc in bismarck oh yeah i remember yep. yeah that's right before transferring over to minnesota yep so he had that junior college national championship but um so if if you're standing on your feet fighting and you don't feel like getting punched in the face you got to get a takedown so that's where wrestling comes into that nice, strong base for that background. So a double leg takedown, guys on his back, he better be good at jiu-jitsu then. But ground and pound, if you're punching somebody, you got to be able to fight off your back. So I remember some Brock Lesnar victories where I know that kind of got me. I never got like super into MMA, but always, I would always make sure to watch the Brock Lesnar fights and later the Bobby Lashley fights. Yeah, so. Bobby's huge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, gosh, yeah. And Bobby was able to kind of multitask and yep. do it too while he was with Impact. So, yep. yeah, that was that was. It, those are just two big examples there for I know, and there's been other wrestlers that have had mixed success over the years. What like Jake Hager? I yep. think had a little. Yep. He was he was big for a little bit, but he kind of got in his head a little bit. Mm-hmm. Then you got that freak one, CM Punk. Oh which was yeah, a horrible decision. <laughs> oh gosh, but. poor. He stuck it out. He did. Yeah, he two stuck fights it out. Later. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah, that first fight. Oof. Yeah. Uh, the second one, he somehow lasted, but right. oh gosh. Um, so um, uh, you know, we're kind of talking out uh, just uh, a little earlier here, here too about. Uh, I was kind of wondering. Uh, so just kind of focusing. You're talking about students uh, using it for crossover for MMA. Is uh, what are so like some of your big focal points when going into one one training season, when practice starts, when going into your average wrestling season. Um, well, that's my mindset's going to change this year. Um, I'm not going to do like a ton of like conditioning where it's like, Hey, let's do 50,000 sprints and everything. Cause if I want to attract him, I'd have you join track. Um, it's going to be more wrestling base mm-hmm. where we're conditioned in certain situations for match style. So either we're going to be drilling double legs hard for a while, high crotches, top and bottom position and stuff. So that's where my main focus is. Like if you can get good at one position, one takedown, one turn, one stand-up escape or whatever, then you're going to be pretty good. So, just And kind of, I guess, each wrestler has their various strengths and weaknesses, and they kind of yep. pick, catch on and, and just kind of improve from there. Yeah, because some kids are like, I don't like doing double legs. All right, do a single leg. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I don't like doing this. We'll do this. <laughs> so just I teach stuff. You grab whatever you want to grab onto, and whatever you're going to be good at, let's do that. Heck, yeah. So um, 
I, I kind of brought up a little earlier. When, when I was uh, in wrestling, it was, it was, I don't know how it is now. It was kind of frowned upon a little bit. Uh, is being a pro wrestling fan for amateur wrestlers, is it still kind of frowned upon a little bit, or is it more accepted nowadays? Or It's more accepted because you got that crossover. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, like, once you're done with your amateur wrestling career, there's, if you're not going to the Olympics or anything like that, you're done. Like, how are you going to make money? you got to get that college degree. But now you'll see a lot of kids like Gable Stevenson from University of Minnesota. He's got that crossover because he's very charismatic. And so having an Olympic gold medal counts, too. But now he's doing WWE next. So yeah. a, lot, a lot of people are transitioning from college wrestling either to MMA or to that WWE style. So And it's great now they got that uh, 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 NIL also. Yep. That sounds like that's been huge. NIL is Good and bad at the same time. Um, I listen to a lot of wrestling podcasts, and so it's more or less like um, yeah, I've heard pay to play almost. Like, I heard yeah, points and counterpoints for yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, like I love that you can capitalize on the name, image, and likeness. Mm-hmm. But um, just because you don't like your position at one college and you're not starting, doesn't mean hey, let's just jump ship yeah. and get millions of dollars. Some, sometimes it seems like a little too easy for yes. people to take advantage of yes. it. Yeah, I. Something tells me I could see them fine-tuning it, uh, the, the processes for NIL here in the yeah. years to come, or at yeah. least hope so. <laughs> I don't think it's, it's not too big on, like, wrestling, but mm-hmm. if you look at, like, football for NIL, you look at Alabama, for instance. They had a quarterback, what, two years ago? Never passed the football, but he made $3 million a year off of NIL. Wow. So you're going to school in a G-Wagon as a freshman. It's like, yeah. They, they, where are we at? <laughs> they're... There's one thing about, you know, yeah, let's, let's make sure to get these athletes some money, you know, at least get some basic living expenses, mm-hmm. and then you get in the almost NFL caliber or type yeah. deals there. They're getting paid more than rookies are. So. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. It's, it's going to be interesting seeing how that develops over the years. I, I always wonder, does this ever now cross my mind, kind of brought up a great point earlier about how they're, you know, if you're not going to Olympics, there's really nothing else. Yeah. Or have you ever been surprised there hasn't been, like, a national, like, equivalent of like an nfl or mlb for amateur wrestling like a pro uh a, like a pro league like um they did it was like what 2006 they tried something for like a year or two but wrestling once again it's not like a super popular sport nationwide where you can get millions and millions of viewers even though you go to the ncaa wrestling tournament they sell out all their arenas yeah but they can't get the viewership and so that's kind of that two-edged sword yes it's popular in like that wrestling community, but nationwide, you're not going to get that million dollar marketing. Yeah, there's always something to me where I'm always like thinking, like, man, if they just find like a way to like kind of focus it, at, like to start it off as like an alternative. Yeah, like maybe like a smaller like studio show to start off with, and like you know, like that NWA type mm-hmm. arena, like maybe like a 500 to a thousand people. Yeah, uh, like kind of like how they're. I don't know. I'll use this as an analogy. You know how they brought back Slam Ball? <laughs> that was like, a good, I, good I love one. it. They, they, they're doing it. They're a new season. Come back yeah. right now. And they're doing all the games are in Las Vegas in a studio show uh, or in, in a studio with like maybe a thousand people. It looks, you know, it's ESPN quality production. It's on ESPN Plus. And I'm like, man, if they do something like that for wrestling, have it in this nice, sleek arena with, you know, nice, you know, wrestling mats, but like maybe pack it with like 500 to 1,000 people, yeah. just passionate wrestling fans. Do you think that could be viable down the line to start off as an alternative, maybe grow from there? It could be an alternative, but is it sustainable? That's, yeah. that's the thing that a lot of people are struggling with, college coaches, even like college podcasts. They're like, it'd be great to have something post-college, but sustainability of that, it's you're not going to have it. Up in the air, yeah. yeah. Gosh, yeah. Now, uh, one of the places I, 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 I loved going to, uh, I, I was glad I was able to make it out there, 
I, I, I imagine you've probably been there, but uh, Waterloo I, uh, Wrestling Hall of Fame in I Iowa? Not, I have not been to Waterloo, no, no. Gosh, oh, man, it, it, it is so cool. Uh, I mean, it, it's actually, they actually got a little pro wrestling wing in there, too, but no, it's almost mm-hmm. like it's like 80%, 80 to 90% like amateur wrestling yeah. Hall of Fame. It is so cool. Yeah, yeah, that that is, uh, I, I made the trip there several years ago, and just, yeah, they they have like all the all the divisions, all the winners from all the years, and all these placards, and it's just like all kinds of memorabilia, and like documentaries playing on a couple of TVs yeah. here and there. Yeah, it was, it was, it was really cool. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to go there, but my kids don't do wrestling. Oh. So they're like, hey, let's go to Disney. Let's go to this place. I'm like, all right. So the trick trick is be like, have it be passing through on the way to somewhere. Right. And, All right, little pit stop over yeah. here. For like two hours. <laughs> yep, Damn, two let's hours. Go. <laughs> oh yeah, gosh, yeah, that 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 was so cool. I had so much fun there. Um, now we we kind of. I think it sounded like they did a partial schedule release online. Yes. So um, I don't know. I was, I was thinking of previewing the season, but I don't want to jump the gun on anything that hasn't been officially announced right. yet. But I know it's safe to say there's always the big yearly meet with uh, Central. Yep. That's usually first weekend in February. And that is that, you know, crosstown rivalry type stuff. We kind of been on that losing end for a little bit. But um, even like talking to Central coaches, they're like, you guys are going to be good in a couple of years and watch out. So. Is there, is it when it gets time and get, gets up close to it? Do you kind of, is there like a lot of just kind of like a, just like a little friendly Josh and back and forth in the weeks leading up to the big central media cheers or I'll, is it I'll pretty pick on them year round? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. That's, that's fun. Just all, you know, all in spirit of competition, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's Cause cool. we've known coaches have known each other for years. So it's like the week leading up to it, we probably aren't like the friendliest to each other, but after that's over, like, Hey, what's up Dappo? So. <laughs> oh gosh. That's so awesome. Yeah. So, um, is, 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 is any, any awesome, like, like uh, seasonal rituals you like to do to get, get the team ready for any big meets or, or tournaments each season? Um, not re- we try to stay consistent throughout the whole entire year just because if you make a big deal out of one, you kind of have to do it like the rest of the season. So we stay even keeled the whole entire season where we're not having that highs and lows on that. Okay, yeah, yeah, that that, that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. So, um, I don't know, I got just a, a few more questions for you here. I don't, you kind of referenced it a little earlier. I, again, I've been out of the loop, but I remember kind of just kind of from like a mid, early to like late nineties when I was wrestling. It, it was starting to break out a little bit more, having have wrestling go co-ed and just having like you know some schools would have a, a girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of schools didn't have any, but every now and then again we have a, a girl. But I want to say it seems most schools have a, have a few girls. How's that been for your time coaching for Red River? So now within the last couple of years, because it was just sanctioned two years ago, I believe, for the first North Dakota girls wrestling tournament. So we were one of like the last ones to like do it. There's still a couple out there that don't have sanctioned girls wrestling. Um, but even when I was in high school, there was maybe one girl that tried it out. But then they kind of get shunned away because girls on a boys team and then they get made fun of by their friends, or whatever. But now it's kind of popular. Like, girls wrestling is the fastest growing sport in America right now. Like you look at um, even like our North Dakota wrestling tournament, we went from 200 girls to 600 to 800 girls. Wow. So it's in North, just Dakota, in North just Dakota? Just in North wow. Dakota, yeah. So the biggest wrestling tournament there is actually is in Fargo in July. And they those numbers have grown tremendously for both boys and girls, but specifically girls on that. So Okay, so, it's, so the, the numbers are getting big enough to where a lot of schools can have their own girl wrestling teams now. They do actually, yeah. Bismarck, all Bismarck schools have theirs. Fargo has, I think, two teams they kind of co-op some teams together grand forks co-ops their girls together as well too to make one competitive team because you can have like 
every school can have their own team, but you want to be competitive. So you want to do the best you can to do that. Right. No, that's awesome. That's really cool to hear about it. Just getting more and more popular over the years. I, just, just the little bit of, I kind of just pick up loose talk over the years. It sounds like, Oh yeah, more and more girls, more and more yeah. girls. And that's, that, that is so cool to see more yeah. schools are getting just having actual full on teams now. Yeah. Cause Grand Forks had just girls. They had to think two or three state champions last year for girls wrestling. So, because everyone's heard about Alyssa Johnson from Sunshine, She's a four-timer now. And then there's uh, Emily. She's actually from Eastside, but they co-op with Grand Forks. And she won state last year as a first-year girl. So it's doing pretty good. Oh, heck yeah. Well, we'll do a big old, another big old crowd clap. That is, <laughs> that is killer. All right. Last couple of questions here. Um, uh, I, I know I kind of touched on it a, a little earlier here, but uh, just uh, – what are some of your biggest takeaways just from coaching wrestling all together? Uh, what, 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 what do you like the most about coaching wrestling for Red River um, or coaching in general? Coaching in general. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes you're like scratch, head scratchers throughout the, throughout the year. But just being able to um, influence the younger generation coming up. Like I had my strong influences when I was doing wrestling, and I kind of want to put that same effort into the kids that I have too. Um, I'm not necessarily saying that you've got to be a state champion or a state placer, but um, – the things that you learn in wrestling can affect your adulthood too, like that hard work, that dedication and stuff like that. So there's a good building blocks just out of wrestling there. Not just all about the wins and losses, but big life skills. No, because even like people are like, oh, what's your goal for the season? You guys want to like win like all this stuff? I'm like, I'm individual based. So if I can get this one kid better throughout the whole entire year, that's good enough for me. So your individual goals for each wrestler, if that results in team win, great. If it doesn't, that doesn't bother me too much as long as that kid gets better throughout the year. Oh, yeah, I hear you. I'm, I'm with you a thousand percent because yeah, just, I guess, relating it to schoolwork, uh, uh, in algebra, in college algebra, I was horrible. <laughs> and it was like my, that was my kryptonite. And there was like, uh, borderline just trying to pass. But then there's, like, uh, actually had to suck it up, get some tutor help. And, yeah. and I was like, so happy i'm like oh, on my, on my uh, one of my last uh, finals exams for the years i got i got like a a high c, uh, c. <laughs> so i was like all right i'm for me i was thrilled <laughs> yeah you gotta take those small wins when you can yeah yeah so that, that's gotta be so cool seeing kids improve and just and just learn more and more to build off of yeah yeah so um and i want to make sure to plug here too i got this in our in our show notes here too for where to find out more for social media for river wrestling but you guys are on instagram yep we did instagram live for the first time and that's kind of been our main go-to i think we might make a facebook page this year maybe because the other one that's on there is like way outdated from previous coaches um uh, yeah red river hs wrestling is our ig plug there so if you want to follow us throughout the season you know where to find us you do a lot of videos there's kind of a lot of photos a lot of everything uh, on there that's a mixture yeah so the guy one of our assistants actually runs it and so he'll do practice photos practice or matches and duels videos pictures it's whatever oh, okay yeah. you can find actually full-on meets and matches on yep. there wow yep. Really, really cool. Yep. Okay. And even like the school, we have live links for all of our duels too. So if they want, if they can't make it to a duel, you can just pop that web out and you can watch us there. Okay. So yeah, Instagram at Red River HS Wrestling. Yes. All right. Uh, is there anything we missed that you'd like to go over for for the wrestling season or anything else for uh, for Red River Wrestling this year? No, not really. If you want to see kids giving their all, um, come out and watch wrestling. Like that's one of the main things. Like that people kind of get lost on. They have this like connotation of wrestling because we do wear the tight singlets. And sometimes kids are like, I don't want to do that because you got to wear that. But just seeing like the intensity of it will probably be like a game changer. If you want to get in shape, wrestling's your sport. So 
I, I can agree with you there. Yeah, that's, uh, every now and again, yeah, I remember, I remember some of those same stereotypes too from many many years ago. It's, it's, it's weird. You think people will get past that all these years later. <laughs> You're going to wear it in WWE anyway. So yeah. Might as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, um, and oh, yeah, maybe one quick little sidebar. Uh, do, you got, do you keep up with uh, what, what, for pro wrestling? Uh, keep up any favorites? Uh, pro wrestling? Yeah. Um, I'm, I haven't followed pro wrestling in a while. That's why I got involved with wrestling when I was younger because I'm like, wrestling <laughs> jump off the top rope fine sign me up and i walk into the gym and it's not like that whatsoever. nope <laughs> so that kind of was like oh okay but i stuck with it yep. um Ronald brock lesnar is one of them ronda rousey when she pops out there every once in a while um and randy orton is one of my favorite ones oh yeah yeah i follow more college wrestling than anything so oh yeah there you go it's very very cool so james this has been a blast um uh Thank you so much for coming in today and yeah. talking to us, uh, previewing the Red River High School wrestling season. When, when does uh, practice start this season? Our first practice is November 6th, so that's about a 12-week season, so it'll be tough and grinding, but we'll make it through it. Start, um, imagine you'll see the kids in the halls there and give them the little nudges. Start hitting the gym. Get ready. <laughs> um, we do open mats throughout the summer and also leading up to the season so some kids can get familiar with how our practice style is going to be. It's not as intense, but then they walk in the first week like, Coach is a lot different. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it gets. I start out intense, but then I pick that up throughout the year. So then I don't have kids quit in the first two days. But oh gosh, yeah. very very cool. Yeah. Well, I wish you nothing but the best of luck this upcoming wrestling season. Well, thank you. All right, uh, we're going to wrap things up here in a little bit. But before we do, I got a shout out to give to one last sponsor, our friends at Churchill Shoes. Churchill Shoes has moved. One of the largest SAS dealers in the upper Midwest is now in the Grand Cities Mall and ready to find you a pair of shoes that you will love. At Churchill Shoes, they measure both feet to make sure you're getting the proper fit. They carry men's and women's styles and offer free special orders when shoes aren't in stock and free in-town delivery. Churchill Shoes has operated in Grand Forks for over 65 years and over 75 years of shoe fitting experience on their staff and can cater to all of your footwear needs. Open Monday through Friday from 9 to 5 and Saturday from 9 to 3. Call 701-772-8256 or online at churchillshoesnd.com. Next time you're in need of footwear, give us a try. Your feet will be glad you did. Churchill Shoes in the Grand Cities Mall. All right. Well, many thanks again to James Covington for joining us today on the GFBS interview. And again, make sure to follow them on Instagram to keep up with their season at Red River HS Wrestling. Make sure to tune into GFBS tomorrow at 11 a.m. for the latest River City Speedway Presents Dirty Thursday with special guest Jade Hastings. Thanks again to today's sponsors, Executive Properties, Moe's Cafe, and Churchill Shoes. Thank you to producer Paul in the booth. Remember to like, share, tag, and subscribe to Grand Fork's best source on all the social media and podcast apps. And hit that handy notification bell to receive the alerts for whenever we go live. Or just search GFBS on your favorite podcast or social media app. Remember, the Grand Cities are a riveting place. Grand Fork's best source is giving them an identity again.